assume you are going to be asked this question. And today, get in a quiet room, turn on some soft jams, get your aromatherapy brewing, whatever you need, and ask yourself, why do I want to work here? This is the Work in Sports Podcast. Here's VP of Content and Engage Learning at WorkinSports.com, Brian Clapp. Not an easy day today. It's Monday, April 24th, and ESPN is going through a big deal of, a great deal of, of layoffs. And it seems like this happens every couple of years. They tend to waffle on staffing and go up and down, and it's a little bit of a roller coaster ride. But I have a lot of friends at ESPN, and uh, it's always hard to see that because we as a sports industry look at them on a, on a, you know, a pedestal in a way. I do at least, and know that they are one of the biggest brand names in our sports world. I know they're a media company, but they're just so associated with our industry and and coverage across every sport that, you know, you see those layoffs start to happen. You start to get a little bit concerned. It can be a big indicator of what's happening in our industry as a whole. So I don't want to go too far with it. I don't want to spend too much time worrying about it, but I do know that there's a lot of layoffs going on today at ESPN, and I'm hopeful for a lot of my friends in the industry. I know a lot of people listening probably have friends that work there too. And uh, I know they said there might be a second wave this summer that deals more with on-air talent, but uh, hopefully this is something that can happen and we can move on from, and that it's not an indication of other layoffs coming across our industry. I do think there's a lot of large employers post-COVID hired a lot of people and then maybe are pulling back some of that now as as some revenue decreases in an advertising spending world have, have come upon us. Also think, unfortunately, for a company like ESPN, they're tied to the su- successes of other businesses because they're owned by Disney. And so if other business line items are struggling, then that can negatively impact their staffing, even if they're doing really well. There just can be cuts made that way. So it's a complex scenario, but either way, the the message here is for all those people working at ESPN, uh, and that may have been laid off today. I mean, just our thoughts are with you all because it's never easy. I don't care what industry you're in or what job you're doing, getting laid off is a is a real hit to the to the ego, and it can really bring out a lot of fear. So best of luck to everyone there. Uh, transitioning a little bit, today is a Monday, so we're going to get into a fan question, and it comes from Morgan in Miami. Hey, Brian, I've listened to so much of your advice over the years, and it has truly helped me with my confidence and approach. But I just went into an interview last week, and the recruiter asked me a very basic question about why I want to work here, and I froze. Two-part question for you. How do you handle your nerves and recover from an early flop? And also, how should I answer that question? Everything sounded really cliche in my head. Morgan, I feel your pain. We've all been here before. That you think you're ready, you're in this moment, you feel like you're connected, and then a question comes and you freeze. Or your just nerves overcome you, or you start getting wrapped up in your own head and you can't even think straight in that moment. Matter of fact, fun story. It's fun now as I look back. It was not fun at the time. I had a really big presentation about two or three months ago, a a company presentation, all of our senior leadership team and others, uh, all our key, key projects team, managers across the company, and I totally bombed it. I totally bombed it. And what happened is I went through a crisis of confidence for a couple weeks after that because I was totally in my head thinking this presenting sharing information, speaking to an audience, public speaking, this is supposed to be my superpower. And I bombed. 
And I went through this crisis of, am I losing it? Am I not able to do this anymore? We all do this. We all get so crazy stuck in our head. And we all have to look at this and say, where can I improve? Because if you just focus on the negative side of it of, oh my gosh, I messed this up. Everybody's going to be mad at me. My boss is going to think I'm terrible. I'm going to fail. Nope, I'm never going to get this opportunity again. Then you just start going down this path that you'll never recover from. You can't do that to yourself. Give yourself a day where maybe you do that. I gave myself two weeks because I'm a mess and I'm freakishly weird, but give yourself a day to swirl a little bit. And then you have to start analyzing. You have to start understanding what went wrong so you can fix it and move on from there. So now let's dig into that question about the nerve side of things. How can you start to prevent the nerves? The best way to prevent yourself from being overcome by nerves nerves is to be prepared. It really is. And I know it sounds boring and it sounds cliche and it sounds obvious, but researching into the company, the role, the requirements, the needs, the history, all these different parts of the company itself is going to give you more confidence because you're going to feel prepared. And that's really important in this is feeling prepared. It's just like preparing for a test. These are things that you know how to do. The more research you do, the more studying you do, the better you're going to feel in that moment. You also have to learn your style. Okay, this is how you break through the nerves. So I bombed my presentation because I broke my norms. I know what I need at this point in my life. I know what I need in order to feel confident for any of my speaking engagements. I am not good if I'm overly scripted. If I literally write out paragraphs that I want to get across in a presentation, I know I will bomb that presentation. That's not my style. That's not how I work best. I lose what makes me a good presenter. I lose that that in-the-moment flexibility, that, that creativeness that comes in in the conversation, that ability to really feel the moment and know where I am. But I know my style. My style is to be a little bit looser, not lacking preparation. I'm totally prepared, but I need to think in bullet points rather than paragraphs. So you need to prepare and understand your style. What is the best way for you to be confident in public speaking, in presenting? Because that's what an interview is. An interview is a conversation with another person. And if you know what you need to feel comfortable in those moments, you're going to prepare the right way for you. Maybe you like having a full-on paragraph, or maybe you like to go through and, and read what are the most common interview questions and literally type them out for yourself. Whatever you determine that to be, stick with it. Don't start changing when it's a really big opportunity. I want to make sure I nail this one, so I'm going to do it a little differently this time. I just literally failed doing that. So I'm sharing with you my advice from somebody in this for a long time who still makes these mistakes. Don't change your style. Know how you work and stick with it. Before, a half an hour before, an hour before, whatever it is before you have an interview, you need to do something slightly physically active. And I don't mean this like you need to get your heart racing. I mean, cramming in that last little bit is not going to make the difference. Getting a little bit of sun, breathing, working on your breathing exercises, meditating, doing some of that simple stuff can help you get centered. Like your feet are on the ground. You know where you are. You feel like you're comfortable and in, in present in this moment. 
that's how you start to perform your best. Cramming is not the answer. Eat something simple, have a little something in your stomach. The last thing you want to be thinking about is that nervousness, that nausea that comes from it. So eating something a little simple beforehand, like a half an hour before is also a really smart move. And the last one I'd give before we get into the actual question breakdown is to really strongly review yourself. I cannot stress this enough. The entire point of an interview is they're asking you questions to learn more about you, your experiences, what you've done, how you've handled certain situations. So when an interviewer asked me, asked you to tell, tell me about a time that you had to work as part of a team and, and what was that result and what was the project? You need to know this stuff. You need to be able to speak to it comfortably. You need to recall that, that material, that experience, that accomplishment in a defined engaging storytelling manner that will set you up okay so now the second part of your question how do you answer why do you want to work here this is a very typical opening question everybody should prepare an answer to this one it's that or you get take me through your resume and background Many people will recite their mission statement from their resume and think that qualifies as a good answer here. It does not, okay? Saying, I'm looking for a position that will elevate my skills in advertising and your agency seems like a really wonderful place to grow. Boring, basic, expected, doesn't really elevate you. Can't be, I need a job. It can't be, I heard you guys pay well. What is your motivation? Ask yourself why. Is it brand reputation? Is it growth opportunity? Is it professional development? Is it the culture? Just feel it out this moment. Explore these things. Like if you're doing yoga and the instructor tells you to explore this feeling, you're doing the same thing. This is a chance to show off that you've done your research. Get this. Okay, this blew me away. According to research conducted by Twin Employment and Training, 47% of employers would reject candidates who didn't know much about the company. If you can't show off that you did some research, if you can't leverage that into some of your answers, if you don't really know anything about the organization, half of the employers out there are just going to get rid of you. So this is your big chance. This is the perfect question to start to layer this in. And you can cite one of these things you learned about their culture. Well, I was researching your company and saw how dedicated you are to sustainability and environmental stewardship. This is incredibly important to me personally, and I wish to grow and continue in a role that is aligned with my values. You can even cite something very specific to share what they do with sustainability and environmental stewardship. What about like knowing who their clientele is? You work with the best talent in the world of baseball. From Mike Trout to Bobby Witt Jr. and Marcelo Mayer, baseball is my passion. I've been playing since I was a kid, and while I wasn't good enough to get drafted, I want to continue in this field. The opportunity to be involved in the marketing strategy for these incredible athletes that you work with would be a dream. You can start to leverage in their competitors. Ever since I was a kid, I've watched ESPN in awe. I admire and appreciate all they have done, but I'm a competitive person, and I want to beat them. They've become stale. They've lost their edge. And I believe there's a real opportunity to surpass them. I want to be part of this team that achieves that lofty goal. How do they make money? You can show off that you did the research here. You know, I've been going through your portfolio of partners and sponsors, and it's, it's a who's who of Fortune 500 companies. It's incredibly impressive. And I look at that as an opportunity to grow and learn from the very best in the business. Your organization has been thriving for decades. You work with the best-in-class sponsors and partners. And this is the best opportunity for me to contribute toward meaningful growth and continue my personal development. This is how it works, people. You do the research 
and that starts to answer the questions for you because you have this knowledge ready to come out that's mixed with your passion for this job, this industry, what you want to do. When you do that, when you combine all these things, that's when we find true success. Hope that helps everybody out. Morgan, I hope that gets you going. I'll see you all on Wednesday for Alana Mraz, who is an amazing interview. Thanks for listening, everybody.